So in Seattle, it would be kind of hard to work with folks and talk to folks about the metaphor of the desert. But here, no problem, amen? It's dry, it's hot in the day, cold at night. We really understand we need water. So hearing that he fasts for 40 days and 40 nights, first of all, don't try that at home. Duh. Um, it, it's, it's telling us at the depth of which he did this journey. Now, we also think, again, when people read the Bible literally, not seriously, they think that Jesus was out alone. But it turns out, and this would be a fun argument to have with you, Gary, it turns out that some, that there was a community called the Essenes, that they were kind of an alternative. We're in Southern California. No, they were the hippy dippies of the spiritual people, right? They, they were, they lived out in um, uh, intentional community. Uh, they shared, they had intentional places at which they shared their meals. They shared the raising of their children. They lived together tightly. So there are some scholars that believe Jesus was out with the Essenes kind of having a retreat, getting, getting more serious, getting, getting a little away from the traditional Jewish teaching, kind of, you know, getting real. So doesn't that totally change it? You know, he, he was there in community getting closer to God. It reminds us we don't need to do this journey alone. Amen? That's why we have church, to struggle together. So let's, let's put that image in there. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But it's a good story, right? No, 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 no. There's a book on this on when you go see the Dead Sea Scrolls. I'll bring out the book, and it talks all about the community. Just very cool. So we got that. Another, I was listening to uh, some... Uh, scholarly commentators talk about um, that this actually was also an area that was considered Gentile. It was not Jewish desert land. So Jesus is in an area that is totally uh, run by the Romans. Ooh, they're the bad ones in this story. Boo, Romans, right? Um, even though... I Anyway, and so, so they, they, um, so there, so let's, here's our setup. He is in the belly of the beast getting serious about God. And he also knows this is going to be a long journey. So here he is, here he is, he's there, and now he's going to get tempted. And the devil's like, ah, I know you're hungry, right? Have some food. Uh I know you're thirsty. I got, I got some water. And not only that, now, now, why don't you, I'm going to show you the world. And look, you can have it. Jesus is like, eh. All right, let's put these in now terms, right? Food. I love food. I love real food, friends. In fact, as part of that whole journey and not being alone, uh, people out, in, out there can attest, every day, I made a promise to myself when we were in lockdown, I put on Facebook, what's for dinner, friends? And people posted their, what they were cooking, since most of us were cooking. 
and it kind of became this community. Sometimes I'd get 200 responses a night when we were, and girl, I, I responded to everybody. I made that my spiritual discipline, respond to my friends on Facebook, even my frenemies. Anyway, so we, and so amazing dishes, and uh, my dream is to create a cookbook out of it. So in my spare time, anyway. So I'm, I'm leaving that to make you accountable. So uh, beautiful food, beautiful dishes, uh, food, glorious food. Well, here, look what I have today. Look at this. Crap! All right? Not to say that one might... You might not find a wrapper in my office right now. But cheese puffs. What's in cheese puffs? Puffy, puffy, fake colory stuff. Yuck. All right, what's this? Yuck. Again, more of this, more of the same. Puffy stuff. Look, look, they're even they're even so honest. Sour cream and onion flavored stuff. Okay. Oh my god. Funyuns. There's probably not even an onion in here, right? Stuff. So when we are getting tempted, friends, we're not off in a desert with the Essenes, with the hippy-dippy Essenes, are we? We've got temptation with us every day. Come and eat me. I'm crap. Okay? Right? Right? It, we have tape temptation in front of us every day. It wasn't just in Jesus' time. Oh, my gosh. I didn't hit you. No. Okay. So. So there's crap. It's all around us. And power. Oh, my gosh. So when you live somewhere where there's not even a mall and you come to Southern California and there are like five Nordstroms in five miles, there's like ten Trader Joes just down the street. And then, it's not just Trader Joe's, but then the other part of the family, Aldi, is across the street. And then if you don't want to do that, you can just go over to Sprouts. It's, it's kind of overwhelming. See, we have temptation too. This isn't just a story about someone 2,000 years ago who had to go to a desert to get good with God. This is a story for us in this moment. It's all around us and then not only is it around us to go to these places we're supposed to then be able to i don't know not have the boat but have the second boat huh right then we're successful or we're to have um and then when that happens we are blessed not right is it i know for the brow for the that is not the Christian life, but it's all around us. We have that gospel being preached all around us in churches that to, you are blessed when you are financially stable, right? That's wrong. You are blessed every single day, every single day. It doesn't matter your income. We live simply so others may simply live. Now, it is okay to have blessings, but we work for it and we take care of it, amen? So what? That we can share it. That's what we do as people of the book. And what we Protestants do is we don't give up. I mean, really, well, we give up because that's crap. We give up the crap 
and we take on the real. So those of us that were here on Ash Wednesday, on Wednesday, I asked, what are you taking on? Because you're going to give up and make space, like that vast desert. You're going to make space, declutter, so that you can take on. So what are you going to take on for Lent, for these next 40 days? And then I was um, talking with a friend, and she said, yeah, and the way we would learn it, too, is then we would go serve or go share it with others. Okay, so I'm your preacher, and I don't ask you to do anything that I won't do myself. So what I got for you to get us started that we can have at uh, coffee time is I got you real chocolate. Real, this is not crap. This is the real thing. And in fact, I had an ex... What did I have? I had an ecstatic experience in the C's candy store yesterday when I tried this for you. On your behalf, all because I care for you deeply. So I had to try it. So in this beautiful tin are pieces of dark chocolate made in the shape of a heart. So for coffee hour, please take one. Uh, please take it in and then think about what am I going to take on and then share with others this Lent. I actually have butterscotch pieces in here. For I hear there's people that don't eat chocolate or don't like it. I don't understand that, but it might be you're allergic. So, um, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to love on you. So there are also pieces of butterscotch too. So uh, take it on. So be tempted. Be tempted, but then walk away. Because remember, you have a community. You have a community in you, with you, about you, with you, that is going to do this journey with you. So to start, we'll do the spiritual exercise. And I'm sorry, those of you online, look what I have. Um, chocolate, take it in and then share it with others. Amen? Amen. Oh, I want to say one more piece before we sing this song. I got already into food and I forgot to do my one extra part about loneliness and community. But this hymn that we're going to sing next uh, was a favorite of an American Baptist named Martin Luther King Jr. And, you know, he had some pretty hard days. Yeah? He was someone who uh, worked tirelessly to change our society and to make it the beloved community. And he'd have his lonely nights. He'd have his isolating times. He had his times where he felt like he was in the desert. So who did he call? Who did he have as a friend and as someone in community? Well, Mahalia Jackson. And when he was feeling down and out, and when he was feeling like he couldn't do it one more day, he'd call her on the phone and he'd just go sing to me. Sing to me, Mahalia. And this was his favorite song. I love this song because it takes on the theology that Martin Luther King had. Uh, it's called Boston Personalism, the idea that God can appear through us, through our personal attributes. So I love, precious Lord, take my hands. God really is with us. So let us stand 
and sing, Precious Lord.